0: Good evening, everybody. This is lap number six of Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley, presented by Edmonton International Raceway. My special guest this evening is driver of the number 14 NASCAR late model at Edmonton International Raceway, Rob Hildebrandt. He will be joining us, and he's quite a character, ladies and gentlemen, so I hope you're going to enjoy this show. I have a little bit of EIR news, but Let's get the show started. The green flag is waving. Turning laps with Mr. Smiley starts right now. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and making Turning Laps, Mr. Smiley, such a huge success. I am, of course, Mr. Smiley. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are having a special interview tonight with Rob Hildebrandt. He is driver of the number 14 NASCAR late model here at Edmonton International Raceway. He's quite the character, as I said in the introduction. So enjoy the show, everybody. But first, I just got to go over briefly some EIR news once again. Go to our website, edmontonraceway.com. There you will find the schedule, your season tickets. All of your tickets could be purchased right there online for Edmonton International Raceway's events in 2024. Also, we're going to be bringing back my race pass again at the racetrack for the 2024 season. We're going to be doing some finalizing and everything, and hopefully we'll be able to get the fantasy up and running. So that way you guys can create your fantasy lineups and everything. It's a free app. Just download it from Google play or the app store, create your free account, make Edmonton international raceway, your favorite. That way you get push notifications. You get updates, updates, And it's a really cool interactive experience for both drivers and the fans. All right. On April the 5th to the 7th in Calgary, Edmonton International Raceway is going to be at the World of Wheels down there in Calgary. It's a huge automotive car show. Stop by Edmonton International Raceway's booth and get your $5 Fan Appreciation Day tickets. That's only going to be sold at the, at the uh, World of Wheels in Calgary, April the 5th to 7th. So you get your $5 fan appreciation tickets. That's on June the 1st. Also, there's going to be other locations. Stay tuned to all of Edmonton International Raceway's social media channels and the website for details on the locations of where they're going to be. So you can pick up your $5 fan appreciation day tickets. That's the only time this year that we're going to have a $5 admission fee and it's going to be for Fan Appreciation Day. We want to pack the stands as much as we can because the racing out there is just fantastic. We're going to have all of our classes out that night. It's just going to be fantastic. Again, for all schedule updates, go online to edmontonraceway.com or keep keep an eye on our social media channels, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so that was a quick little bit of news. I didn't have very much that I wanted to say for news or anything, so we're going to go right into our interview segment. Uh, Rob Hildebrandt, he's been a fixture at Edmonton International Raceway for a few years now. I haven't personally had the chance to race against him, but he's quite the competitor and he's quite the character, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Hildebrandt, Hey Rob, welcome to the show. And how was your day, man?
1: My, uh, it was nerve wracking.
0: <laughs> nerve wracking. <laughs> wow,
1: well, I thought I was going to be riddled by Mister Smiley. So you know, uh. I had to uh, <laughs> nervous.
0: No, you're mildly. no. I'm
1: just kidding. It was a good. No, day. it was a
0: good. Day. You're not. You're not going to be grilled. Not going to be grilled. No. Love the guitar collection behind you, bud.
1: Yeah, you were mentioning that. Um, interesting enough, I've pulled it down already. Yeah, this is the flag guitar. Um, 2016 when uh, uh, we all went Ron, Erica, Loretta, we all went down to Florida to do some racing. Yeah, we went through the Daytona shop and they had uh, a discount rack. Okay, so they had all these T-shirts. Ron and I both have the same T-shirt. Um, and uh, I didn't want to wreck it by wearing it because I'm a, you know, I wear my clothes, you know, and I yeah. wanted to display it and. Well, you know, having a t-shirt hanging on the wall takes up a lot of space. So I built a guitar that's flag-ish shaped. This is actually a copy of a Mockingbird from BC Rich, and then I glued the t-shirt on Now, the reason why these t-shirts were so so cheap is if you read here, they forgot the the S. Ah, retard. <laughs> so we make the races go backwards. Yeah. So yeah, no, they...
2: They,
1: <laughs> they uh so they're on sale and like I said that's how I wanted to preserve it so
2: so you know, market memories it.
1: well i mean it, it's more than a t-shirt you know it's the memories that that come along with the t-shirt mhm so you know it's um yeah so, yeah these are right. my 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 pastime hobby since childhood
2: yeah
0: you actually have time to have hobbies and a pastime? You're such a busy guy with work and being a single dad, raising a beautiful <laughs> little girl.
1: Yeah, uh, she's actually in the other room. You might see her because, you know.
0: That, that's okay. But, if she pops in and out, that, that's perfectly fine. Uh, uh, I saw a cat behind your shoulder too. Uh, a what? Yeah, I saw a cat that was behind your shoulder not too long oh, ago that, when we first started.
1: That, that's trickle. Yes, named after Cole Trickle from Days of Thunder.
0: Uh
2: Uh-huh.
1: So, but, uh,
0: yeah, she's... uh, Yeah, I got a cat laying on my lap, too, so uh, he'll end up leaving probably halfway through because I get pretty animated when I'm talking in that.
1: I've watched you. I I honestly I haven't watched uh, a whole lot because, as you said, you know, I'm I'm a busy guy. But, you know, from the hours of, you know, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock in the morning, I I get some time to play. But I, I play a lot at the church
0: Whatnot, right so yeah awesome awesome well right away my first question for you is when did you get bit by the racing bug and start racing
1: uh, I, ever since i can have a hot wheel in this hand and a hot wheel in this hand and make them do that i guess i i it's been a family thing for us not necessarily automotive racing um, I, I started BMX racing, believe it or not, but uh, my, you know, my, my dad was into race cars, and uh, um, uh, lots of my extended family were into race cars, and we just, like, going fast all our life. So, you know, they're, they're, I've always loved cars, and then I, I just got into to, to racing, drag racing back in Vancouver, getting into trouble, and... Because <laughs> we don't really have much for drag racing that's legal in Vancouver, but back then they also shut down the the cities at you know at one thirty in the morning. Downtown Vancouver was ghost town, so oh, yeah, that's wow. Where we, that's where we started. Then I, when I moved to Alberta, it's just man, there's so much racing out here. It's you know it, we have the 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 hundred foot shootouts, the time attacks, and I got involved with a lot of that. And I was back in two thousand. I started at EIR with Sean Burnett racing Thunder cars.
2: Oh, okay. Well, oh, I'll tell you, what
1: a massive change around that track since then. It, it, they've done a fantastic job, but um, I fell out of it for a few years, and then I came back, I believe it was 2010. Um, and then once I got into that car, it was, that was it. You know, no more playing on the highways and no more getting in trouble. It's,
2: it's like not my <laughs>
0: home. So, yeah. Awesome. Where all of you raced at?
1: Um I where have I raced? I raced in Brimby in the dirt. Um, obviously Mission Raceway back back home. We've been at Castrol. Uh we raced out in Sangudo. Uh boy, there's a couple other drives. Some places down in the US. Um I spent a few years uh living down, you know, Oklahoma. And then um just kind of all over the U S and uh, you know, the U S being the U S there's just racing everywhere. But a lot of it was just nighttime street racing. And then, uh, um, when you, when you get over and you have the places to go, uh, and, and you don't worry about the midnight racing. So no, primarily I've been at EIR. I haven't even made it to Saskatoon. No, no,
0: no inkling to go to, go to Saskatoon and race.
1: Uh- I, I, I have, I have a want you know, just, just cause, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm pretty much what you'd call a homebody, you know, um, uh, when it comes to racing, just cause it's, you know, it's, it's not a career. It's, uh, just, just, just something I look forward to. And, um, I struggle with change. So I guess if I was going track to track to track,
2: I'd fall apart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay so we'll be moving right along to the next question Then, what's been the most challenging race that you've been in
1: it's challenging race <coughs> um boy there's been a lot <laughs> how about almost every race in my racing career <laughs> I, I, I'm, it's, it's not a joke i i Man, I, I think I've had a very small window of things that just don't go wrong, but on the, on the vast majority it's it's been a challenge. every single race day from getting to the track to keeping the car 50%
2: on the track
1: and, and uh, just gotta be honest, but um, no most challenging race. I, I honestly I would think the most challenging race, I've had would have been later in the 2011 feature stock series. Okay. Reason being is back then we, we had a lot of rivalries going around the track. And we had a lot of cars too. So, And there was this thing between uh, uh, oh man David um <laughs> I can't believe it, and, and you would probably kick me in the pants if you knew what name I'm forgetting um, <laughs> I can see their faces, but uh, Keith, Paul, myself um, the whole you know, they're in Thunder Cards, they've been around forever I can't even think of his first name oh my lord, I'm 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 actually kind of embarrassed, so, but anyway it'll come to me uh, <laughs> and uh you know, there was a lot of tag team going on where I would got, you know, spun out or whatever. And, uh, You know, I, I looked at a lot of black flags back then and we're getting close to the season champion. And I, I had a chance to, to take them out. And I, I guess my struggle was is just keeping my, my wits about me and, and, and for the last 10 laps of that race, you know, just staying away. And uh, I didn't win. <laughs> I got I got second. He won, but uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I think that was probably the biggest challenge I've had, uh, the most challenging. And it will it it'll um, and I'm sure whoever's watching knows exactly who I'm talking about, especially going back to 2011. But oh, right, like it's just hilarious.
0: I can't remember a single one of their names right now. <laughs> well, that's okay. That, that's fine. You you mentioned rivalries back in the in that feature stocks right back in the day. Uh, they were yeah. called fe- feature stocks back then. They're now yeah. known as the pure stocks.
2: The pure um, stocks.
0: Yeah, yeah. But who's been your biggest rival in racing? Myself. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> I was going to say besides yourself, but besides myself. All right. Who's
1: been my? Um, I, I think. Is it, uh, Mike Ram, Obviously, we've had some pretty good rivalries.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: um, we've been through so many different drivers in the in the super stock class since well back when the super stocks uh, since 2013. It's I mean I, I boy I had some good rivalry with the Craig's um, that, that ended up both on and off the track. But,
2: uh, mm-hmm.
1: Interesting enough, um, the thing about our racing community is even back then when the craigs and i we would be on it off the track and on the track if i broke down they were one of the first ones to, to come running over to get me back on the track which mm-hmm. is pretty amazing but you all know mike ram and i we i think we had the longest running rivalry at, at the track um and i try i get into trouble but i try and stay out of trouble you know, um, you know, the Macintosh, that's been kind of a love-hate relationship. <laughs> uh, but, uh, going back to the early years, boy, there, there were a lot of, there, there, a lot of them stemmed from the crates for sure. Uh, a lot of it, uh, was me and, um, um. <laughs> Tyler Knowles, that, that 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 was a rough season. It was just both of us put ourselves in positions that we, you know, shouldn't have put ourselves in, or one that we just couldn't help it, and that kind of just stemmed an offshoot of what really happens, you know. Um, but uh, I think that was turned more into a rivalry by by others than an actual rivalry per se.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but uh, you know, and I just look at all the drivers we've gone through over the last, you know, plus in 2013 when I came in full time. Of course, it, even full time it was you know half time because man, I've missed the first half of the season because I'm still building the car. I don't, I don't put money into the car. I put time and labor, and if I can afford the next great part, then great. If not, well, whatever. You know, we'll just. Hang out the next season and eventually we'll we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, what what came about this final season. Uh, which FYI, we weren't even intending on racing this season. No, no, <laughs> no. Nope, nope. We uh were just coming out to have a little fun, run some laps. Um at the, we we had a a couple, you know, low car count nights, and it's just like, well, I just can't come work on the car. I gotta race. And then you know, next thing you know, we start looking at the point standing, and you know the car's feeling pretty good, and let's just, and we we, we pulled off the whole season. I think this is my first full season I've actually pulled off five, six years.
0: Oh, right it. on!
1: I I, I I gotta tell you, I if, I wouldn't have done it without my, without Damian, my my pit guy, my chief. Right, uh, he's, been, he's, he's been by my side for some quite some time, and. I'll tell you, he's a huge encouragement, a huge help, and man, he's gung ho. So, you know, without him, I don't, I don't think I would have would would have done it.
0: So that's your motivation to keep on on racing, then?
1: Um, no, my my motivation to keep on racing is just because I I enjoy it, um, and I do have the the encouragement to to help pursue what I. Enjoy. There's
2: one
1: more so, I mean, <laughs> it's all it's all in the Lord's hands where I go with it. If, if he gives me the time to do it, I, I'm there. Um, this season started to look a little bit more on the up and up for us. We got a little bit more help, and well, Good. we didn't pull a wreck, wrecked race car off the racetrack last year, so that's
0: nope. <laughs> that's, so there's no thrashing going
1: on. Unfortunately, we're not going to get her painted at all this year, but yeah, no. So you know, I've got lots of motivation. Um, you know, and. and more of it is I enjoy being there. It is what I think it—the ultimate motivation for me—is just I, I enjoy being there with with, with all the guys, mm-hmm. you know. Um,
0: and then I—I uh, I can think of so many more things that are worse off on a on a weekend to do that'll either get you in trouble or make you go
1: even more broke and have remorse over it instead of you know. A good story to tell. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yep. I'd rather the stories than the remorse.
1: That, that's right. That's right. So, no, it's, uh, yeah, we're excited. We're excited. So.
0: but That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so what has been your most demanding race, physically and mentally?
1: Uh, physically, the most demanding Ending race would have been two, three seasons ago because I missed the season before last when we were running the seventy-five lap Okay, I uh, it was. I think I ran seventy of it, but I I was weak. I was tired. I was malnourished. I wasn't eating much back then. I was going through a major life transition, and I also had a back injury. Oh, uh, a, a reoccurring back injury, and and um, I, I remember Bruce. Um, you know, even you think it's like I don't know you should be racing. I I could barely get him out of the car, so um, it, it was it it was tough. It was it was a painful race. I remember that and again i was out of shape and mentally physically and the car was still a jump truck, truck. We, we um, got another box i still had the horrible old school steering we in
2: got
1: it i uh, finally upgraded which if you notice this season the car
2: actually started another- turning
1: so uh yeah that was <laughs> and like i said i don't really spend the money on the car so when the opportunity arises to do the upgrades i need well, it mm-hmm. either a horse trade build or or somehow else come a, come across what I need. So I, I fought my uh, horrible steering system for years. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, we I could go into debt very easily, built a race car.
0: <laughs> we, we all can.
1: <laughs> you say hi, hi. sweetie, how are you? Hey, do you know my, my friend Kevin here? He might do something for you because he's a really, really, really awesome friend of Ricky Doggy. Oh
0: so yes, I if you am.
1: Ask him, he'll say hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I
2: wanna- you want?
1: So, yeah, and mentally, I think <laughs> last four. I think the last four races of this last season was probably my hardest, just because I mean the car was was there, but it kept dying and quitting. And, um, and we we did everything. We replaced all the wiring and all the switches and this and that, and distributors, and, and, and we couldn't find the problem. And I think that was the most mentally frustrating... Okay. okay. That was the most mentally frustrating <laughs> racing I've done, just because, I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, the car was... Awesome on fire, and treated to a few little things, and and then it just died every single race night, you know. And mm-hmm.
2: uh, that that was
1: mentally exhausting for sure. Of course, I figured it out the, the day after our final race.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm quite embarrassed. I've had some friends of mine tell me if they're around, they would have kicked me in the pants. But uh, it's a good thing we got that sorted out now. So.
0: Well, there you go. So you're going to ride a wave of momentum in 2014 then?
1: I, I think so. Uh, or 2014. So,
0: Where am I going? 2014. We're in 2024
1: now. Don't worry. You're, you're like me. I think we're smoking out of the same pipe, I guess. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't mind going back 10 years. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll make oh, the same man. mistake if I go back,
2: right? <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. Yeah,
1: no, I, I think 2024 is is going to be a, a really fun season for us. Uh, there's a, there's a couple. Hopefully, we can get down to the car, mm-hmm. and then put some tires on her. And I mean, other than that, she's ready to drive off the trailer and you
2: know,
0: brought her home in one piece. But that's, that's a good thing, bringing it home in one piece, working on it yeah. in the off-season, get her all set and ready to go.
1: Well, yeah, unfortunately, working on it's the hard part this year. I don't have a shop anymore or anything. So right. I kind of got to depend on the weather outside and uh, kind of pick at it. And right now it's still on the trailer, but, you know, it's, <laughs> I miss having a shop, which I guess it's a good way <laughs> to probably <laughs> be. Putting a lot of time into it instead of building my house. Can
2: I have
1: more chocolate? Yes,
2: honey. <laughs>
1: You're lucky I'm on an interview, kiddo. Get carrots. <laughs> so, but, uh... ah, uh, yeah, I know. It's going to be, boy, it's going to be a blast, you know. Um, yeah. You know, running with the guys again. And I, I think. Now that we've had a fairly same group of drivers uh, on on the majority, you know, it's it kind of builds that that relationship and and understanding how each guy is and how you can run with with each guy. And mm-hmm. I think that's been the biggest struggle with me because when I left the, cl- I didn't leave the class. The first year I missed, um, oh. and when I came back, it's. Pretty much all new faces in the class, so it's just like, oh, okay. Well, hey, Dave.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I, I mean, Erica was there for sure, but really, mm-hmm. that's you know, that that was that was it. And now it's Mike Ram, of course. and he, I can think him and I are the two that are since what before I missed my first season off because so I missed uh, 2019 as well. Hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, when I came after that, it was, you know, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. You know, looking awesome. forward to again this year. And we got some really cool new new guys showing up. And you know, they've been fun to, to ride with. And Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I heard that we're going to have a really good car count in the late models for coming up in 2024. Which is like... Fantastic, because you guys are going to put on a fantastic show. You know, it's going to be great. So, you know,
1: even the few nights that that uh, that I ended up having to come off the track, I, I went and watched up from the tower, and boy, oh boy, you know, it it, it, it was good to see more of our cars, but not even a better show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a blast, regardless. Oh, that's
0: most that, that's definitely. All I can say. Oh, it will be. It will be. I'm really looking forward to this race season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, so you know, I've got more help and got a good car. I think it's a good car.
2: <laughs> we'll see.
1: I'll win a future eventually.
0: <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that day.
1: Me, me too. I've never won a future race in my, in my entire life. Really? No matter what, no matter what racing I've ever done in my life, I've never actually won a feature. I have this choke thing and I screw up or do something wrong and I'll, I'll, lose, I'll lose my first-paced position. But, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I've broken through that. <laughs> I mean, going right back down to when I was a kid racing BMX and stuff.
0: You know, it was I, I. would do something stupid and lose first place, and so, so have you won? Have you won heat races?
1: Oh, I've won heat races. I I've won a lot of heat races. Hmm. Yeah, so, but that's only one third of the real
0: race. That's that's true. That's true. I only won <laughs> one. I only won once, and that was a heat race when I was running the pure stock, the number two pure stock. Right. I won a heat race. And I'm telling you what, even though it was a heat race, it was like, I felt like a one day tone. I was like,
2: yes, I finally won a race.
1: Yes. Well, I'll tell you, I, so I've been in the super stocks since 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, my best placed finish, uh, especially in the earlier 2013, 14, 15 would, would have been third. Um, but I'll tell you, and, uh, when I, in 2019, when I won my first heat race, when I, when I came to the pits, it was just unbelievable. Everybody that's just like was there, just, you know, cheering me on and clapping, and, you know, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, I think that was a big booster in itself, too. Mm-hmm. Um, although, over the last, I would have to say five years, especially it's become way less about the winning and then more realizing I'm I'm getting to do something uh, that not a lot of people. If you look at, you know, the ratio get a chance to do that really want to do. So I just, I think about that every time I I, I'm out there. It's just like, Mm -hmm. win or lose, man. I'm, I'm loving what I'm doing and if I get to do this that so many people want to be able to do that just aren't able or just can never muster up what you know that little bit of courage to go and do it it's just I I like just taking the joy that I've been given this privilege to to just, just go and turn some laps and have a good time and it's you know it's Winning would be nice,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: but I'll, I'll tell you, when you have a different perspective, it brings a whole bunch more joy to the, you know, the actual event activity. And,
2: uh, mm-hmm. So,
0: well, <laughs> yeah. How long are you planning time. on staying in racing?
1: Well, um, there's been talks about me staying till the day I die, which. It's probably <laughs> more than likely gonna happen. I'm gonna have to see. I, I mean, I don't. I have don't know, have any intention on quitting racing, to be honest with you. I um I do have a daughter that's looking forward to start racing. Oh, good. Um, boss oh, she's she is so cranked. Um, yeah, just she's got another four years to go, so. Put her in a mini cup. She's going to get into a mini cup. I mean, Damien's already scouting cars for her. i oh, right um, on. And that's going to be the next challenge because you know, Damien's getting to the point where he, he wants to start racing again, too, which is
0: great.
2: Um, mm-hmm.
1: That puts another car on the track, by the way.
0: That, <laughs> the more cars on the track, the better the show is going to be.
1: Well, that's just it, yeah. Um, Mike Sawyer, he, he used to be my, my crew chief. We mm-hmm. talked about that in the summer actually. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that's how that's how we met and that's how we uh he ended up on track and it was I put a rant on on Facebook um, about how people just we were going to Florida and we're looking for team guys and you know and the, the people I talked to it's just like, "Well, do we get paid?" and this is like, "Yeah, no." But it's like, "Well, we have got to work." Well, yeah. But there's lots of fun that goes along with it. So I Mm -hmm. had to rant out there. And and that's how Mike and I met. He said, I'd love to go and do this and help you guys out. I mean, he wasn't able to, but him and I developed this this relationship over that. um, Him and I became, you know, partners on the team. And then he actually ended up working for me at the plant that I I ran. And now he's kind of replaced a lot of what I used to do with the track before my life kind of went. Downhill, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's 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 good to see him there. I um, mean, I love it. But, um, so I'm I'm hoping he comes back.
0: So am I. So am I. I haven't I, mean, I haven't talked to him yet and seeing what his future plans are.
1: I, I I have poked his shoulder quite often. It's like if you're not in the race car, you should be working on this race car. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I mean, he's married now too. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: So, Mike Sawyer, if you're watching, I don't know where you live, but I can find out. Yeah, boy, I'm I'm excited. Now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's a, here's a stumper for you. Sure. How is how is racing prepared you for life outside of the racetrack?
2: Oh,
1: has it? Boy, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it, I, I think racing has become one of the best mental mentors in, in a daily world. I mean, you got to learn how to cope with a lot of things, problem mm-hmm. solve, you know, abide by rules, you know, and, and just keep your, keep your wits about you. And of course, today, in, in, in this goofy world of ours, we're everything is so rush, 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 it's, uh, y- y- I've learned how to slow down and, and pace my thoughts. And, Cause I mean, race car, it's, we're always trying to think ahead mm-hmm. and, and with clarity, not just, you know, if I do this, it's, it's, I don't know. I think it's really done a lot in, in just the way of mental pre- preparation for a lot of things that may come your way because you don't know what's happening at a racetrack. No, nope. you know, when you're coming out of two and something happens in three, you don't really know until it's, it's you know, it's almost too late at times. But cause, I mean, what, what I love watching is the races after racing, because, you know, people will post the, the races and it's like, mm-hmm. well, it sure feels so much different than how it looks in the race car. right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very quick in a race car.
0: Oh, oh but does it? Is it ever faster than a race car? It, yeah,
1: it, I, of course. When you watch it on TV, because everybody's moving at the same pace. Yeah, you know. And for us, we're, we're moving at the same pace, but things are happening quick. So I think it really sharpens one's mind. Um, but then, of course, you, you learn how to just be diplomatic. So I mean, there, man, there's a ton of life lessons, especially when it comes to driving here in Alberta. <laughs> I had my ex wife. We were going to Vancouver, coming back from Vancouver, sorry. And boy, oh boy, we got into a real hairy situation. Car was doing this and this and this on the icy roads and oncoming traffic. And I just played it cool, drove it like a race car, and didn't put it into the wall. In this case, an oncoming truck. And I can remember saying, oh, it's a good thing you drive race cars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, for for drivers, definitely. You, you really learn where you can move a car and control a car, and, and at the same time, it also learns how you can control the car and, and move a car and move a car.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> and not just and not just your car, but your competitors' but you, cars. But the
1: other car, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I think it's you know I, I think any any sport that requires discipline definitely has its advantages in the in the real world uh, car racing is definitely one of them because i mean it's it's everything so i mean i'm not a jogger so it's i don't know how much but it seems primarily the legs get used and know, where is this it's you're using your legs coordination and, and, and everything so like i said i'm not mm-hmm. a sports guy so i can't really It's not really fair to me to make analogies with sports, I guess, but I don't know. For me, it's just it almost uses every aspect of the human body
0: that it does. So
1: so, you know, there's nothing but uh, advantages coming into the world outside of the racetrack. And, And not only that, being having an outlet, you know, you got a place to kind of let out whatever's inside, whether it's screaming in the race car or just you I've done that lots, <laughs> but or if it's just you know getting that that thrill out of the way, and then you can go back into the life, and you have left explosions and blow-ups throughout the week, and um, it's it'll calm a person down. I, I can tell you that, and the RCMP can tell you that around here too. Used mm-hmm. to chase me around in cars all the time, and, um, and I always tell them, "Don't worry, racing season's in two more weeks. You won't see me <laughs> hot rodding no more." <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yep, but, um, and uh, so yeah, it, it, I think it, it's just. But if, if that's if a guy lets it, you know, we we, we gotta let those things happen at the same time because otherwise you'll know, just be hotheads like Reverend Bill back in the day. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that some other day. Ron's got all sorts of stories.
2: Yeah,
0: I've tried to up. get Ron on the podcast to tell some stories, but he's not coming on yet.
1: He's not coming on. Well, Ron, I'll tell him all the dirty secrets on our travels for you.
2: Maybe that'll get him <laughs> on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And speaking about Ron, have, have you raced against Ron? Once. Okay. Tell Come me what, is, what he's like on the track.
1: Well, this is a little bit different. We were on a we, we were on a, this is a great story. We we went to a drag strip. Oh jeez. Yeah, we were, Ron and I went drag racing together one day. His Firebird versus my Camaro and yeah I finally beat a theory on the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, no actually on the old track I've never I've never racing it, Ron. Just Erica. Just Erica. Yeah.
0: and she's quite the competitor.
1: She's an awesome, you know what? I, I, she really, is a fantastic driver, and and the, just her attitude on most of the time around the track, you know, it, it was somewhat inspiring. I and mean, of course, like the rest of us, we all have bad attitudes from time to time. <laughs> uh, she she can have a bad attitude, attitude just like one of us guys or. She can be the, the, the. Well, now you can actually say motherly type.
2: You know. <laughs> True. Yeah.
1: Um, being close with with all them, you definitely get to see all all, all sides. And the more I got to know that entire family, just the more I got to grow to appreciate them. And and, and it's amazing what they got What those guys do, we'll never know how much they actually you know put in and. No, but I'll tell you, but I'll tell you, it's. Why well, I think every track owner needs, you know, every track needs owners like this. That it's it's definitely a passion, you
0: know. Oh, you it is a passion for sure. You, <laughs> you can, can tell.
1: Yeah, you and you can tell going track to track where ones are just after the money and the other ones are after a, a legacy. I guess. I mean, Ron put so much time and effort into building that track, and I've had so much privilege being able to work alongside with them on a lot of the projects. And then you go to a lot of other tracks where, you know, you got to take out a small loan to get a bottle of water and fries and the track is dumpy. you know, it's,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and there's a lot of those tracks out there and it just goes to show you where the owner's pride levels are. And, and, and you know, they, they, they work hard. Oh. I don't think we'll ever see any result in any lifetime of, of the vision of the track because it's so it's <laughs> always ever growing bronze got an incredible imagination
0: yes he does he does Absolutely. and uh, lots of projects
1: yeah but i'll, I'll tell you when ron and i did go racing with each other to the drag strip uh, i think kevin grint it was with us but uh we, we got to castro they got us into tech and the tech guys of course knew who we were and Aren't you guys at the wrong racetrack? He says, uh, no, we're just here for some fun. He says, well, here's how you get to oh, we go through tech. And go, okay, now what you got to do is you follow this road, make a left, make a right, take you right back to the highway to your own track.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, Ron and I, we just went and had some fun. Did, did, did some laps or did some passes, I guess, right? We're, we're in drag strip now. And, and mm-hmm. we went home we had a great time we went home and yeah so that was the only time I actually got to race with Ron on
0: the track that that's awesome that's a great story by the way
1: yeah it was lots of fun
0: And I could tell he had lots of fun for sure yeah for sure I'll have to ask I'll have to ask Ron next time I see him what was it like drag racing against uh, Rob Hildebrand well he had a new car
1: I had a new Camaro and he had his old, old Firebird, which I really like. Yeah, it's a beautiful car. I was just like, haha, I don't care. <laughs> I win.
0: <laughs>
1: I almost put my car into the wall, though.
0: Ooh, not a good yeah. spot.
1: No, 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 no. So I took the, me being, going back to the, being the dumb kid, you know, like we, we do. she's like, okay, I don't need traction control. I'm going to take off the stability track creep!
2: <laughs> all the
1: way down the racetrack still pulled off 14 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that track's cool. I'll tell you another embarrassing moment with, with my Camaro. Was, I was gonna, I was doing burnouts. We, I can't remember why I was the pace car one night at, at the races, and uh, uh, I went to go do some burnouts at the end of the races, and I had the announcer with me in the car. And, I could not. I mean, I got a, an SS Camaro that's got tons of power. And mm-hmm. Well, I forgot to take off the, all the. You can't do that. Switches and <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I you know, there's a whole whole uh, uh, stands full of fans watching this meathead trying to do burnouts with traction control on and. <laughs> it wasn't happening.
0: It wasn't happening. That doesn't work so well.
1: Show, showboating, for some reason, It's it seems to have had an off switch for me. I can't really boat <laughs> like I used to because maybe it's a good thing. Maybe I would have put it in the wall if I did start chopping some donuts. And
0: who knows? Yeah, you don't want to have that noise pointed to the wall. It, it kind of hurts a little bit.
1: No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and expensive
1: on the... At least back then, on that car, was a little bit pricey.
2: Uh huh.
1: So, yeah. but anyways, yeah. No, I got a Camaro that all right. If I put in the wall, it's fiberglass. Don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Sorry about your paint, Ron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry about the paint, Ron. <laughs>
2: I, I, I think I think
1: I think uh, that was probably one of the most repetitive comments that went through my head this past season. Not, not in regards to paint around the racetrack, but watching Mike Graham and Mike Sawyer and the rental cars doing a little bit of this, and I'm like, oh, oh, Ron's
2: going to kill you. Oh, Ron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> I was up there at the tower doing the same thing going, oh, Ron's not going to be happy. He's not going to be happy about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man. Yeah, the, the, there's a lot of good highlights
0: this year, I think. Uh, y'all definitely, and one of the highlights from what I saw this year was that 75 lap event that we had the Pinty's drivers. It was known as Pinty Series oh, last that was year. Awesome joining us. I was I'm about to ask what from your perspective, you drove against these guys. How was that race for you? Awful. I <laughs> I don't know if you realized um
1: I don't even think I made 10 laps.
0: Well you made more no than Mike steering. Sawyer did.
1: Yeah, what I can't, I can't remember what happened.
0: But uh I kept Mike happened to
1: come in. <laughs> and uh Oh I had no steering.
0: That's you yeah, you were fighting steering problems all right. year my, long.
1: My my steering box was, was broke, is is what it was. Um mm-hmm. and uh the, I guess there's a there there was a busted gear in there. Um um I can't remember. I, I took it apart, and I, I can't remember what I found, but... Uh, not gear. Uh, a bunch of broken bearings. But, uh, so, which put a lot more slop into my wheel, and uh, um, and, and, I, and I remember thinking when I seen Mike Sawyer come in after, after the, the, the the little wreck there.
0: I think it was a wreck. No, he had I had fire in my head,
1: it's just like, man, I should just get back out there, then I can... There's still enough laps remaining, and so I was getting into my car, and Something else happened, and I'm like, ah, I wouldn't start or something like that. So I just climbed out. But uh, I, for for what I got to watch of that race, man, it was I, I watched the last little bit. And, oh, man, I, I I was just taken back. Mike Ram just ran a good hard race, and Brett just pulled the classic bump and run. And
0: yeah, it, it was
1: it was so well executed, just on both drivers' behalf. I, I gotta say, I mean that was that that was top notch racing right there. Um, and boy, I'll tell you, I was I was cranking for 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 Ram, and then uh, <laughs> a
0: but, lot of us you know, were I a lot. You, you should have heard us in the tower. We were oh, just, he's me. got this, he's got this, he's got this. Well, man, it was just. And then you're right, Brett Taylor did the bump and run, and he executed it perfect and. Mike ended up getting in second place, but those guys were like, oh. they, they put on a, a, a they put on a clinic. That's the way you want to race.
1: Oh, that's it. I mean, that was that was. You know, I think we had a really good, good, decent season this year on on, on the whole. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think you were there to see the season prior. I was racing, so that would have been twenty. I think we went the entire season on three caution flags. Wow, yeah, yeah. It was it, it 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 was it was a fantastic season as well. Not a whole lot of wrecking, not a whole lot of anything. But uh, yeah, I think there's three caution flights throughout the season.
0: <laughs> well, when you wreck the car, that costs money. So we what? don't want the cars wrecked. <laughs> no, the fans want to no, see no. the wrecks, but drivers, we don't want to want to wreck. No.
1: Yeah, we we, we gotta change the fans minds no you don't want to see Rex. that's what that's what the hit the pass is about
0: <laughs> <laughs> Renamed the cut hit the pass for, for yeah. Rex. yeah now, now it's renamed
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so no let's uh keep her clean smyrna well that's that's a wreck fest if you want to see wrecked you go up to smyrna you go watch speed weeks and uh, our our first season out you know it's 's got the t-shirt guys survived speed weeks and of course I've never been there so I didn't quite understand it till the end of the week mm-hmm. Did the place looked like a junkyard <laughs> oh there'd be like ten thousand busted yeah ten thousand trust me t- ten thousand is not true I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know busted race cars and then four left on the track
2: <laughs> wow so the speed
1: weeks oh it was real we, we got wrecked uh, the second year that I went pretty bad and, that was the last time we all went. So mm-hmm. it's basically because, uh, I mean, Erica was on fire. We pulled him to ninth and our, our friend from Kentucky uh, decided to smear her into the wall. So it's aptly named new smear
2: <laughs> And
1: basically, and then he said it with his own mouth, it's women don't belong in the sport. Ooh. Yeah. It was, uh, there's still a lot of that mindset down there. Yeah,
0: It's not but, right.
1: No, so, but uh, I mean, I was proud of that. I mean, that was a hard trip for all of us. Kevin Grimstead rushed to the hospital and busted cars. And that. <laughs> it was, uh, it took Ron and I eighty-three hours to drive there.
0: Oh, that's a long drive.
1: We hit the, the really bad snow in Minnesota. And it's every fifteen minutes you got to pull off, arms full of, and it's the two of us driving. This is the season we really had no help,
2: <laughs>
1: but the uh, rest flew in later. But yeah, no, that was a tough trip for all of us the entire entire time.
0: Wow, wow, yeah. We're gonna stay with racing, but okay. we're gonna go a little off tangent here. What sure. do you think? Of, what do you think of the EV technology that's available, and what do you think is gonna happen to racing with? in the future with electric vehicles. Now I got it, there's a little flip side to this because down in the US, the US Congress and the government is trying to kill racing down there. Now that's why why PRI is around and you have to pay a membership for PRI because they use those funds to lobby against that happening. So what do you think of EV technology and the alternate fuel technologies? Do we see Uh, that going into racing?
1: i i i i honestly i don't have really any one one second honey uh i honestly i i i i have no authority to give any opinion on that because i haven't really looked heard talked Really, about any of it. I'm probably the most ignorant person on the planet when it comes to this right now. I have, I, I really don't know anything about it. Um, for me, do I like the idea of EV? Sure, why not? Racing's racing. Um, is it going to lose? Sorry, I'm just tying a, a cape on my. There you go. It's all
2: good, buddy. It's all good.
1: No, it's okay. I, I've raced those ev go-karts mm-hmm. they're, they're fun the thing i miss is the sound yeah so so if it comes to that i'll probably have my ipod on my hip with my headphones on cranked up to engine <laughs> sounds maybe i guess but
0: <laughs> well, borla Borley exhaust makes an emulator um for electric vehicles to make them sound like they have a have an, an exhaust or rumble and stuff like that, so that's, that's something exactly. that could be put in those cars.
1: Now, I, I, I I've seen one show. I can't remember which one it was. Actually, I didn't watch the show. My my, my, my uncle gave me tidbits. They did it the right way. They actually put a V8 in a Tesla. So
2: V8 <laughs> 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 Tesla. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't. I I really don't have anything to to contribute really to that that at this point in my life when i hear more about it and have the time to look into it it's it's you know i got a truck i put gas into it gets me here and there (laughs) (laughs) and you know for being i think uh, racing sure it might be fun um it's going to be uh, an adjust to, to get used to, I think. So because the the torque is different on electric. Oh, yes. You know, it's like lagless right there. So I mean, that's going to obviously be a challenge to overcome. But mm-hmm. aside from that, I don't know. I, I
0: don't know, man. It's all good, bud. All good. I don't know. Um, what advice would you give to the new generation of drivers that's coming into the sport, uh, looking to succeed in uh-huh. motorsports?
1: Don't give up. That is probably the. That's yes, baby, that's probably the biggest piece of advice that I could ever give. You're, you're going to grow. You're going to learn, and you're going to be unstoppable. Eventually. Of course. Um, and now it doesn't mean you're going to win. But what it means is nothing's going to stop you from getting to that track to enjoying yourself because you've not given up and you put so much of yourself into it that you want to see the success. <laughs> um, and young guys listen to us, old guys. We've been around a little bit, just like your grandparents and your parents tell you growing up. We've been there, done that. We know what's best. So mm-hmm. um, really work on... I think the young generation really needs to keep their ears open. Because I'll tell you, there's a lot of things you just hear around you at the track that can help you out.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: So, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is discouragement, encouragement, whether it doesn't matter, just don't give up. Just just keep giving her. Because I have a little motto I've actually lived by is, the day you give up is the day you would have won. Nice. Yeah. Uncle. So I,
2: I like I've kind that. I've
1: lived with that for. Let's see. Um, so, yeah, I, I've sort of lived with that a little lot.
0: That's, but, you know. Yeah. That's perfect, bud. That is perfect. So, that's a great motto.
1: Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> got I am thinking about doing a little bit more stackers this coming season. Um, talk about uh, coming around of life, I guess, because I've refused <laughs> for for years and years, and then I this last year it's just like sure, sure, let's do it. And I'm like, yeah, I I enjoyed it.
0: You you drove with Dave Patterson, right?
1: I, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Up <laughs> no, it'd be good to see you in the stacker again.
1: Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, being on the top was like having really horrible 1980s cruise control. <laughs> Not smooth, <but> <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Adeline. Adeline, can please come on? Okay, we'll play in a second. Okay. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> So, uh, I I've always had this thing, and I think maybe a lot of my life experiences, especially with business management, this, is 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 learn to let go. Because I I did it years ago with um, uh, now I can't remember his name. So going back to the the, the Rundle family. <laughs> So, so there, That that's the first rivalry. <laughs> um, but uh, um, Donovan, we and I, we we did the stackers, and um, I I, I had a problem. It, it's just I don't have full control. Right. But uh, I don't know. I've I've come through a lot of that, and um, I I actually I really did enjoy it. It wasn't fast enough, and good thing to know from what Dave asked me is like, well. That fast, and I'm like, dude, really? You could have gone faster. Yeah. Well, why didn't you?
2: Why, yeah, why didn't you?
1: Yeah, I've never been on the top before either, so that was a, that was an experience. But, you no, know, I don't know. I just, I just ran a racing line, and boy, I'll tell you, the first time going under that flag stand, that that gave me the, a little bit of, um,
2: poops. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Then, of course, I realized, well, how many other cars have gone under this for how many years have you been doing this? No one did it yet.
2: Yeah, nobody did it. Yet. All of
1: a sudden, and whack into it. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 what else did you want to drive out
2: there?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of Hit to Pass now that I'm out of the restoration industry. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's just like, man, that's such a beautiful car. It belongs on the road. Uh, But now that I don't restore them, and and I got enough of my own cars that I I don't worry about it all. I might find a junker to throw on the track, and um, it'd be fun. You know, I'll probably be like, you know, duct taped in so I don't move at all. Um I drove a a feature stock. I've always had a racing seat. Mm. And uh going from a racing seat car to a non racing so I can't I think I was driving Justin Hortons. And boy I'll tell you how to do it. I couldn't do it. No. So so I don't know. It'll it'll be a challenge if I do decide to do it. I hit the pass. But mind you, I guess it's not really racing or racing, it's more like downtown playing in Vancouver like we used to do as kids. <laughs> we used to. Do. We we just called it urban urban demolition derbies.
2: But by then,
1: back then, we could buy one of these cars for fifty bucks, running and bash them all over town and freak the you know neighborhood out and go ditch them after we're done. <laughs> I didn't do that as a kid. Nope. Rewind all that. Edit. <laughs>
2: Hope
1: my mother wasn't watching. <laughs>
0: Oh, buddy. You
2: know, I
1: I have a grace with, with RCMP after my life because I've probably put most of their kids through college. You know, uh, the fines I've, I've paid.
2: Oh, man. This thank is thank, bad. Thank
1: you, Racetrack.
2: Thank, thank, thank you,
0: me. Race. <laughs>
1: I'm not kidding, I, I haven't had the use for, for going fast on city streets since I seriously got back into racing. Um, it, it's just an outlet. Um, yes it is. And a little bit more on the serious side, we have a beautiful racetrack, abandoned racetrack in Langley BC since the 80s that they refused to open because they figured it's going to promote, I want promote uh, street racing. Well, how does that work? Really? If have a place to go play. They ain't gonna be playing on the street.
0: That's right. Yeah. So okay.
1: Just one second. Honey, I'll be done soon. Okay, you're doing a really good job, and I'll come and put a new show on for you. Okay. <laughs> you're tired.
0: We're almost done, sweetie. Okay.
1: We're almost done, kiddo. You're doing. We're okay.
0: almost done.
2: So. Here, you want no i I it? can't see
0: why they won't do that I mean, it makes no sense. Give them the outlet to, to go and play, and they that way they won't be on the streets
1: Wow, that's just it um but uh you know it's obviously I'm not in council in 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 Langley, and my uncle was one of the one one of the guys' uh mayors that was fighting for it, and yeah it was just brick wall after brick wall, so I mean as long as they got something I guess. But mind you, if you've been to Vancouver lately, there's there's no go-fast cars really kicking around anywhere anyways. (laughs) Everybody's got, you know, it's Teslas everywhere. Wow. There's, I'm not, it was like Honda Civics back in my day is now Teslas. Wow. Yeah, so.
0: That's crazy.
1: But, but uh, no, um uh yeah I, I i gotta tell you get into a race car it's gonna teach you everything
0: that that's exactly right
1: especially if you want to be a mechanic
0: oh yeah oh yeah. yeah no i can't I couldn't agree with you more
1: yeah so my uh I'm hoping my nephew is gonna be coming up this season or cousin ish something he's one of them goofy relatives. <laughs> but he's uh he's up from Texas, uh, going to school to be an automotive engineer. Oh. And he wants to okay. get into the working on the race car thing to to learn about cars and and the frustrations behind them. I'm like, well, it's perfect, you're on the right track.
0: That per you know, yeah. You know,
1: learn what the mechanics are gonna curse you for. Definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely and Definitely. Then, then
1: correct it, but only if so but then mind you, they're engineers. So that's whole, right. Their whole mindset is who cares what the mechanic thinks.
0: That, <laughs> yeah, let's just put this here and they have to take all this other stuff off to get to it. That's oh, right. Yeah. And
1: it's just like, ah, I only have to tear all this apart once to figure it all out my bank account grows and let's let let them deal with the hard stuff. No, <laughs> we shouldn't talk like that. That was horrible. I'm sorry, engineers.
0: but hey being an auto mechanic myself i know exactly where you're coming from
2: yeah um
1: yeah that's true um i'm i'm blessed with with my job as a mechanic because uh i'm the guy that that does all the old stuff at the shop um and uh when it comes to when it comes to uh the carburetors and distributors and 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 doing things you know the way we used to it's 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 that's my bag so tearing things apart rebuilding stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah when the old stuff come to the shop it's it's my 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 game to work on so okay you can't hear me do that but let's just so but uh yeah you know i hate being a mechanic
0: i know you do (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) but something about the race car is a whole different ball game
0: uh yep Yeah, so, I'd rather work on a race car than than work on on my my daily driver. That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah. So yep. but um, so it'll be a good season. We're coming into twenty twenty four. Yep. I'm looking to actually get a little bit more involved up at the track. You know, even on off off days. Mm-hmm. So you and I might, you know, bump shoulders a little bit more. Oh, for sure. Take you on a date. Put some lipstick on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just just kidding.
2: Oh You're and, and
1: by that it's it's the concession, but just so you know. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, bud, you're awesome. You're awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna. We're gonna end it right here. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I,
1: I, I don't. I don't either, actually. To be honest, <laughs> except for it's time to brush someone's teeth and get them ready for bed, because yeah,
0: yeah, she's uh, she's, she's quite a handful. <laughs> well, literally. not
1: normally, not normally, but you know, it's it's she's she's had a fun day and. Full of chocolate from Grandma, so.
0: Yeah, and it's time for her to to get ready and go to bed.
1: Which the secret is, 45 minutes after, she's out.
0: There. (laughs) She's out like a light. There you go. But
1: you want to say bye to everybody and say, I'll see you in the summer? Bye,
0: everybody. I'll see you in the summer. Yes, sweetie, we'll see you in the summer. (laughs) All right, Rob. You have yourself an awesome evening. You enjoy your time with your little one, and yeah. uh, and I'll uh, we'll be seeing each other out right at the racetrack for sure, or at Walmart, or at Walmart. Uh, that's true, or at Walmart.
1: Buying cat food and underwear, <laughs> which is another story
0: altogether. Yeah, that's a whole other story altogether. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Thanks. Um, it, it was good to chat with you. Um. I'm looking forward to it. I know Damien's looking forward to it. And there's a lot of other people that are, are that are looking forward to even just coming to watch. Um, oh yeah. There, there's, there, we, we've got actually quite a few in our crowd from Panoka here. And I bump into them all the time. So, then mm-hmm. um, I'm always getting good reports about their, their racing racetrack experience and, and everything else. So, I mean, that, that's just a big, you know, push forward for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. and to all you guys in the late models, looking forward to seeing your taillights again.
2: <laughs>
0: well, hopefully they'll be looking at your taillights.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll have to paint some on there.
2: <laughs> you know, the yeah, back of my race
1: car is real clean, right? <laughs>
2: Except for Mike
1: Ram, And that, that was from a parade years ago. Uh, <laughs> no, Mike knows I love him. Um, uh, I spent I he spent a lot of time with him, coaching him around the track. I'd stand yep. up on top of the building on a radio, and back when he was in the center car, So We I mean, we do have history, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know I'm looking forward to to seeing him and everybody else. And Cam, I think he's coming back this year.
2: Yes, Am I he direct? is. correct? Awesome. Yes, he Great. is.
1: Great. He's a he's a nice guy to have around.
0: Yeah, he bought his own car. He's got his own late model now. Oh, does he? Yes, he does. Awesome. Just, yeah, he's, been uh-huh. big,
1: he's been a big help. He's, he's a yeah,
0: him player. and I were talking last night, and, yeah, that's what he, uh, that's what he was saying. He's like, tell, tell uh, Rob I'll be back out at the track.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. Awesome. I'm looking yeah, he's planning
0: the- on running the entire season at EIR.
1: Oh, good, good. Yeah. Good. Well, that's, that is awesome. Um, so, yeah, to all you guys here, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Spread the word. Make sure everybody yep. comes out. Watch it. Watch the racing, and uh, listen to this guy run his mouth <laughs> at the racetrack.
0: <laughs> Play some tunes and run my mouth at the racetrack.
1: Play some tunes and run my mouth. There, that sounds. That sounds like there a country song there for you there.
0: <laughs> no, Play some the right tunes
1: <laughs> and run my
2: mouth.
0: I we'll have to write one, then. <laughs> I was just going to say, we'll write it. <laughs> there we go. In between the test drive sessions, we'll be writing the country song. <laughs> Brought to you by...
1: <laughs> Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. That, that's for Ron. You know, because every time we say Carl's Jr., I get paid. If you haven't seen Idiocracy, you better go and watch Idiocracy. It's...
0: It's it's on my watch list. I got to get get watching that.
1: It's on the watch list. Yeah, I haven't it, watched yeah. it.
0: I haven't watched it yet. No.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to have, Ron's going to have a few words with you, I think, for that one there. You're <laughs> risking losing your job at the racetrack if you have not seen Idiocracy.
0: Oh, well, then I guess I better <laughs> get on that real quick then.
1: <laughs> it's worth the watch. Trust me.
0: That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Kevin, for doing this. Um, maybe next time we'll bring out William Shakespeare. And we'll, and we'll the, sit complete back works. For the complete works, 1,500 yeah. pages. So we'll probably be about three years in one sitting.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll be a long podcast. <laughs>
1: Boy, would it ever! You'd, you'd probably sure. have an award for the longest podcast ever, <laughs> and probably the most suicides because of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that
0: was horrible.
2: Why all, did you the, say that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can always cut it out. <laughs> Just
1: remember, the season I'm going to turn left.
0: <laughs> turn left, go fast, don't crash.
1: That's right. It's written in my morning notes that you repeat every day. <laughs> Today, I'm going to get up and turn left.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you.
0: Thanks a lot for being on the show, Rob. You're quite well, you're, the character. You're, you're, you're very entertaining, that is for sure.
1: Well, thank you. I, I guess it's just one of my ish gifts. <laughs> one of my ish gifts, we'll call it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not entertaining at all, so.
0: Oh, yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I'm not. You'll, you'll know those days. It'll stand out like a big sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, we'll just stay away from that guy right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, uh, we'll see you soon. Absolutely. Um, um, you know, we're, we're only half an hour from each other, so there's no excuse. This is the only reason why we're getting to talk, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to make more of an appointment to get together
2: here.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. We got to hang out yeah. a lot more. That's right. That's right. Uh, but I'm not wearing lipstick.
2: <laughs>
0: Neither am I. Don't go that <laughs> way.
1: <laughs> All right, Kevin. You have yourself a fantastic night. All you E.R. fans. Thanks for bearing with us. Hope it wasn't too much of a pain for y'all.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't think so, bud. But yeah, it was a great night, great conversation, and I look forward to hanging with you out at the yeah. racetrack, listening to more of your stories. And yeah, for sure. And if you want to do another podcast, just let me know, man. There's an open seat for you.
1: You know, you know what? Hit me up anytime. Just not okay, on bud. Thursday. I don't know. <laughs> just not know. on Thursday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good night. I'm out. You too, buddy. You have a great night, and you just go ahead and hit leave studio, and you're good to go. Leave studio. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, bud. Talk to you later. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was quite a conversation with RC Rob Hildebrandt, driver. The number 14 NASCAR late model here at Edmonton International Raceway. Come on out in 2024. Meet all of our drivers, especially that character. He is uh, quite the guy, quite the guy. And again, single dad, he's doing the best that he can. This is the Black Flag Disclaimer. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are mine and the guests appearing on Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Edmonton International Raceway, also known as EIR. EIR sponsors or racers, NASCAR, the NASCAR Canada Series, and their affiliated sponsors. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes and entertainment only turning laps of Mr. Smiley name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product or service. And now the checkered flag, the show is over. Just like the checkered flag signifies the end of the race, the checkered flag is going to signify the end of the show. Thank you once again to my special guest this evening, R.C. Rob Hildebrand. He's <laughs> quite the character, ladies and gentlemen. He is driver of the number 14 NASCAR late model at Edmonton International Raceway. And, of course, a huge thank you to you, the listeners and fans. Don't forget to like and share the podcast. Let's grow this audience, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for the next Turning Laps with Mr. Smiley, presented by Edmonton International Raceway. Until next time, keep smiling, everybody.